Hello everyone, welcome to the very first episode of Emotional Labor, my new weekly sex, kink, and relationship advice show where I do all of the heavy lifting for you. So first I want to talk about why I decided to call this show Emotional Labor. Well, it's because since being a sex and kink coach, I get an insane amount of questions in my DMs. It's also funny because this happens to me in real life as well. Like if I meet somebody at the bar or something and they're like, oh, what do you do? And even if I just say I'm a relationship coach, they're like, oh, bummer. Well, you know, my girlfriend and I haven't fucked in like three years and I'm like, Dude, I just met you. <laughs> However, I love questions and I love answering them and obviously I love talking about sex. So I feel like this is a great opportunity to be able to take a lot of the questions that I'm getting all the time and be able to discuss them and talk about them so that they can benefit everyone. So thank you for joining me on this journey. And I also want to note that I am always taking questions, so if you want to DM me questions, um, just kind of say that it's for emotional labor. Or I will also be announcing um, occasionally that I'm taking questions as well on my Instagram stories with like the little sticker that you guys can respond with. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. Um, I'm also not going to be editing these videos that much, uh, mostly just because I'm kind of lazy and I just feel like it's fun and candid. Um, so yeah, expect silliness and just whatever the fuck I'm feeling at that moment. So without further ado, first question. So I did write these questions down. I did not memorize them because uh, there's only so much emotional labor I can give you guys, sorry. Okay. <clears throat> Why is saying I love you so important for some people and not others while committed? So I'm so glad you asked this question because this is the perfect question to start with because it's a really foundational thing. And it is called love languages. Love languages totally changed the way that I view relationships and have been really important in being able to understand my partner and understand myself and how I am in a relationship as well. So what are the love languages? Or I guess love languages are how you give and receive love. So there's five types. First one, or I guess they're not really in any order, but whatever. Acts of service, words of affirmation. Um, actually, I should explain these while I'm doing this too. So acts of service, doing something for your partner, right? Like doing the dishes before they get home from work or parking the car for them, taking out the trash. Like though, maybe that's how you express your love. Words of affirmation are directly saying your love. I love you. I care about you so much. You're the most important thing that's ever happened to me. Gifts. Here's some roses. I bought you a new pair of slippers because I remember you said that you needed a new pair of slippers. Uh, what's the other one? Oh, physical touch. Holding hands, 
cuddling, um, spooning, just really that like physical connection. And the last one is, oh, quality time. <laughs> quality time that one is like instead of sitting on the couch next to each other while you're both on your phones you are sitting next to each other fully engaged in what's happening you're spending offline time together you're going hiking together um things outside of like going out to dinner with your friends or something so those are kind of the five different love languages and why it is so important for some people to say I love you in a relationship and not important for others is because that's their love language. So for me personally, uh, my love languages are the same as far as how I give and how I receive. So mine are words of affirmation and gifts. So I love being told how much you love me and I will tell you how much I love you and care about you constantly. I will buy you gifts and presents even though I hate buying gifts on like traditional holidays like birthdays and Christmas and stuff because I don't like the pressure of giving gifts but if I see something that I think you would like and I do this with my friends as well if I see something that I think you would like sorry this is a little shaky I hope that's not driving anybody nuts I can get a better stand in the future um, but yeah so for me I will buy you gifts, I will tell you how much I love you, I am maybe not the greatest at quality time, and I really suck at acts of service, and definitely am not a huge fan of physical touch. <laughs> so how this kind of plays out, right, in these relationships, so it's like my most recent partner, his love languages were acts of service and quality time. So, kind of how our arguments would go would be him being like, you never do anything for me. And I'm like, I do so much for you. Look at all of these presents I've bought for you. And he's like, no, but what do you do for me? And I, the arguments on my end, would be, you don't care about me because you don't say how much you love me all the time. You never tell me how much you care about me. You can't express your love. You can't express your feelings. And he's like, what do you mean? I did all of this stuff for you. Doesn't that count? And I'm like, no, <laughs> because my love language, or well, our love languages are just different. So once we were able to kind of realize that both of us have different love languages, it actually made things a lot easier for both of us. So question number one, done i don't know how long these videos are supposed to be though so okay we'll figure it out this one's already getting long <laughs> next question one of my favorite ones uh how to clean your butthole for anal because me and my partner are so curious and want to try ah, enter the enema bulb so there's a lot of sex educators out there that tell you that you don't really need to clean your asshole before you do anal and that most of the time you're not gonna poop on somebody however uh my ex had one of my favorite sayings which is uh don't play in the mud unless you want to get dirty so that's not saying that you're automatically going to have some stuff every time you have anal I have had 
plenty of spontaneous anal encounters and have had no problems at all without using an enema. However, I have had a few spontaneous anal encounters where there maybe was a little stuff. Um, some of these were people that I knew very well, so it was just kind of funny. Um, others were people that I did not know very well, and it was a little awkward. Um, but nothing that ruined my life, right? So, just keep in mind that it's like, you don't really need to clean your asshole, um, and that most of the time you probably aren't gonna shit on somebody, but, and it's not really like you're shitting, it's like a tiny little granule of something. Anyway, moving on from poo to cleanliness. So this is an enema bulb. If you are going to do an enema, I recommend getting one with a tiny tip. This one has been in my asshole so many times and I love it so much. And when you are preparing the enema, I want you to warm up water to body temperature. Maybe a tiny bit warmer, but trust me on this, it's not as warm as you think it is. And burning the inside of your asshole with seeming hot water is one of the worst feelings in the world, and I've done it before, so I know. Um, and when you fill up the water, you want to fill the enema bulb all the way to the top so that it's actually overflowing. Because, like, let's say you fill it almost to the top and you put this on, then you have an air bubble in there. Guess where that air bubble goes? Directly into your asshole. So, then I like to curl up and do kind of a nice little nest on the ground and I'll get some towels and stuff. And I usually like to do it on my side. And usually I will repeat that process um, maybe uh, two or three times. Sometimes it takes more um, until the water is clear. Personally, I really enjoy enemas. I think they're kind of arousing because it's, I don't know, maybe a little bit of embarrassment factor there because it's, you're pooing. And then also it's just very cleansing. Like it's kind of, I don't know, it's just like, I like to do them on the new year even as kind of a ritual of like, let's get all the shit from last year out and start fresh. Um, so I really enjoy enemas. Um, also, they, they can take some getting used to, like the first time uh, somebody told me to do an enema, he just kind of like handed me the bulb and was like, go do it. And I was like, yeah, I know how to do this. And didn't really get all of it out right away and thought that it was clean. And then I had this like insane stomach ache and realized that I had like water trapped in my asshole. So just like, so just... Take your time, you're in no rush, make a ritual out of it, feel like you are cleansing your body, give yourself some time afterwards to kind of settle back into it, don't just dive right into having sex, because <laughs> your butthole might explode with water. Anyway, <laughs> okay, next question, damn, we're already reaching 12 minutes, this is, I guess I'm gonna have to do one every week, because... This is just way too much fun. Um, okay. Self-love, masturbation, and sexual shame after childhood trauma. And where to start, right? So, I got a variation of this question multiple times um, 
when I asked for questions. So I have a feeling I will probably be answering this question in some capacity almost every episode I do. And it's also probably my specialty, so I'm really glad that you guys are asking me this question. So the first thing I will say is to start really, really slow. This is a very slow process that honestly takes a lifetime of learning. Um, and just because you've gotten to this level, right? Like, let's say you kind of, um, like you're building up and then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you feel worse than ever. And that is just the process and that's how it goes. And healing is not linear. Um, healing is all over the place. So just be really patient with yourself. Be really kind to yourself. Be really slow. The next part I want to mention is viewing sexuality and self-love as a practice that you are cultivating. I think a lot of us, um, God, my lips are always chapped. I think a lot of us think that sexuality is supposed to be this spontaneous thing that automatically happens. And the truth of the matter is that it is not. Um, or if you think of it that way, you're just gonna end up being disappointed, especially when it comes to partnered sex as well. Um, so take time to really plan this out, like schedule erotic self-care practices, um, come up with a plan, like maybe in the mornings you do um, sensual dance to wake your body up and at night you do a breathing ritual where you're imagining like golden light flooding into your body. Um, these practices usually depend on the beliefs that you have about yourself, which comes into the next part. Um, which is to keep a pleasure journal. So pleasure journal is super important. And in the pleasure journal, start to kind of ask yourself, like, what turns you on? What do you like? What are you afraid of? What parts of your body do you hate? What parts, what fantasies do you bury down deep? And just kind of begin to have this dialogue with yourself about your sexuality. And especially with journaling, it gives you a witness. Like it kind of, like we get stuck in our thoughts so much that being able to write them down creates just this nice little buffer of space for you to be able to reflect. And if you want some rituals to get started, I'm going to link my erotic self-care guide in the show notes as well. And yeah, crap, this is already 15 minutes long. Ah, okay. Um, so I will be back next week with more questions and I hope this episode is not too long for Instagram. Um, but yeah, I will be back next week and every week for the foreseeable future. Thanks for tuning in. Please let me know how you guys like this. Um, tag me, share this. It's really important that you guys share my work um, because as a sex educator, I do not show up in the algorithm or in hashtags or anything. So it's very important to have you guys share it. And I love you and appreciate you. And if you would like to tip me, my Venmo is at emotional labor. I'll write that in the caption as well. Love you.